Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. about such an important part of our lives and that is about the Holy Spirit and I think we all should agree that the Holy Spirit is so important not just because we want to speak about it but because we have a relationship with with God we have a relationship with the Son and we have a relationship with Jesus amen because without without the Godhead I think our lives are total, totally, totally lost. Um, and the, work, the Holy Spirit does a work in our life. Jesus, when he was on this earth and he's still in our lives, he said, um, I will not leave you. I will not, never leave you nor forsake you, but if I go, then I will leave the comforter here so that the Comforter will lead you into all truths. Amen? And the work, the Holy Spirit does a work in our life, as I said last time, that um, the Holy Spirit's work is to instruct us. Ne? And um, however, when the Spirit of truth has come, this is what the Word says, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it unto you. And whenever the word of God is going out, this is when the Holy Spirit speaks to me and the Holy Spirit speaks to you. And the word that he speaks to us comes directly from the Father. So that was written in John 16 verse 13 uh, and 14. Let's go to John 16, verse 13 and 14. Amen. Shall I ask Philip or Rita to read it for us? <coughs> John 16, 13 and 14. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. Amen. You see, this is not just what, what I am saying. This is what the Word of God is saying. That when the, when the Spirit of truth has come, and did He come? Yes. Amen. He did come. He will guide you into all truth. And do we know the truth already? Yes. We know. We know, but there is still a lot that we are going to, to be taught by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he will also not speak on his own authority. The Holy Spirit will not speak of his, his own authority, but he will speak whatever the Father tells him to speak to one 
or two or three or all of us. Amen? And he hears, whatever, whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you the things to come. So, so there's so many things that we do not know yet. But there's one person, which is the Holy Spirit. He's not a it, he's a person. He is the one that will show you things to come. He will teach you and he will guide you and he will speak whatever the Father tells him to speak to you and to, and to me. And the other thing that the Holy Spirit also does is he's, he's glorifying the Father. And if he glorifies the Father, how much more should we glorify the Father? Amen? Amen. So, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, this is what Jesus said. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And that is written in John 14 verse 26. The Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit is also to empower us. For our gospel, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power. <coughs> and how do we know that God's gospel comes in power also? How do we know that? Because we do not know what to speak, but the Holy Spirit is the one that helps us. He gives us the power to speak about the Father. And you know what kind of men we are among you for your sake. The Holy Spirit produces fruit of the Spirit. And he said, anybody that knows what is the fruit of the Spirit? Joy, number one, thank you. Wayne, joy, peace, love. Lang moedigheid, lang suffering. Self-beheersing. What is self-beheersing in Engels? Self-control. Amen. What else? Faithfulness. Patience. Ja, nederigheid. What is nederigheid in Engels? Humbleness. Humbleness. Goodness. What else is there? Gentleness. That is the what the Holy Spirit produces in us. Amen? Amen? So as a child of God, we've got the fruit of the Spirit on the inside of us. And then whenever we look at it at one another, this is how we treat one another. This is how we not just treat one another as children of God, but we treat the world as such. No? By this all men shall know that you are my disciples. If you have joy, patience, love, Kindness, goodness, long-suffering. If you have that for one another, we mustn't give up on somebody that needs Jesus. We must have patience. We must have long-suffering. And we must reach out to the world and we must preach the gospel. And guess what? I've got good news for you this morning. The gospel to be preached to people outside, it's not just for the leaders. It's for each and everybody. We are not just coming on a Sunday to receive the word of God, but we are coming to receive so that we can go out and minister to those that are lost outside. The world is hungry. The world doesn't know what it is to be loved. And we as children that are receiving God's word, we are the ones that needs to go out and minister the word of God to those that are lost outside. Amen. 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 So, yeah, this is not just a time where we're just going to come and sit and and we are going to preach to you, but you are also going to do your part as to go out to the world and minister the world. You know what? If we don't go out, the world will not be safe. 
If we not go out and minister the word to somebody outside, it's like Rita. Can you just come and tell us what happened in Nomzamu on on on? When was it? Friday. On morning. Friday. So we've started to go uh, in Nomzamu personal witnessing. Yeah. So Friday morning we went. The end result was that 15 people prayed with us to receive Jesus. But the sad part is that none of them belong to a Bible study to a to a church or a Bible study. Most of them did not even have a Bible. So really, we are just their neighbors, mm -hmm. practically speaking. And we are so richly blessed, and they know nothing. So we really do need to go and reach out. Amen. Amen. So can you see, if you do your part and, and, and I do my part, then the world will be saved. It's like Pastor Isaac said, the whole earth will be filled with the glory of God. Because, you know, people need the word. They need the word of God. Amen. And we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Are we filled with the Holy Spirit, beloved? Yes. We're all filled with the Holy Spirit. We are the anointed ones. Even if anybody doesn't feel his anointed and has the Holy Spirit, we can fix that. We can pray if you don't have the Holy Spirit. We can fix that. We can pray for you so that you can receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Because it is time and it is late now that we need to really reach out to the world and minister the gospel of God. Amen? Yes, you may. <laughs> I just want <clears throat> I just want to say like uh, if like Philip said if you if you don't think you are but actually the the Holy Spirit it's not like something that you feel you know by faith mm. and if somebody like for example someone gave that we are like a tap so the tap is not going to be turned on until there's something to catch the water in other words you won't feel the power of the Holy Spirit until you go out and actually do what it is given for, which is to witness. If we sit home and feel, wait for the feeling, it's never going to come. But you go out there and you open your mouth, and even you will be surprised at what the Lord puts in your mouth. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes God sends some people along your way, and you think, why is this person um, sent to me? Why is this person... Why, why is this person next to me? There's a reason why that person is next to you. Because that person needs the love. Because he can feel and he can see the love of Jesus. And the anointing of Jesus on your life. So we need to just reach out to those people and minister the word of God to them. If you don't know what to share with a person, if you can just share. Because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. You can just share to him how much God loves him. And where? Show it to that person. In John 3 verse 16, um, the word of God says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting. Can you see how the Holy Spirit shows you that you can even tell a person that he can receive everlasting love? Because he's got Jesus, he needs Jesus Christ in his life. We cannot be happy with what we have, but we need to share that happiness that we have on the inside of us. Reach out to people and minister the love of God to somebody. And like this morning, you know what the Holy Spirit did? When we were busy singing, the Holy Spirit was actually teaching us to praise and worship God. 
Isn't we serve, don't we serve an amazing God that we can be able to stand in the morning, look at the worship songs and just worship Him? Because the Word of God says those that worship Him shall worship Him in spirit and in truth. We shall worship God from the bottom of our hearts. We will give thanks and praise unto God. Like this morning in the dream team, people were giving praise. People were saying, thank you, Jesus. This is what we do when we have the Holy Spirit on the inside. We are able to say, thank you, Father, for the privilege that we have to be children of God. Amen. And this morning, I didn't know how to express myself, but there was so much thankfulness on the inside of me because I wanted to say, and I did say thank you, Jesus, for what Jesus has done. We are saved, beloveds. Amen. We are saved. Ons is verlost dier die bloed van Jesus Christus. What did I say in Afrikaans, in, Eng in Afrikaans, now Rita? We are, yes, we are saved by the blood of Jesus. And the wonderful thing about it is, we are called children of God. We are called the children, the beloved of God. God loves us so much. Therefore, He sent His Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? So we are not alone. We are not all by ourselves. Right. We've got the Holy Spirit that will lead us into all truths. And we are able to say thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing to us. Amen? Amen. A thankful heart. A thankful heart is important. We need to say thank you, Jesus. We need to come before his throne with thanksgiving. Amen? Amen. Proclaiming that he is Lord. It's all about him. Our service this morning, our reaching out to the world, it's all about Jesus. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit made worship possible this morning. Amen? Amen. He made it possible for each, and, uh, uh, us, each of us to worship God and to worship him in spirit and in truth. For we are the circumcision who worship God in spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and, have and uh, we have no confidence in the flesh. If anybody have confidence in your flesh, then there must be something wrong. Because our flesh will disappoint us. If you have confidence in your flesh, listening to your flesh saying that you cannot go out and minister to people, that's confidence, having, having confidence in the flesh. But we have confidence in the spirit of God. When we reach out to people, the Spirit of God accompanies us with power, revelation power, so that we can minister to people outside that doesn't have um, love in their heart. And then the Bible also says, do not be drunk with wine in which there is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit of God. Be filled with the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God, sometimes we, make, we do not make use of the Spirit of God, although the Spirit of God is always with us. He's always pleading with us. He's always interceding even on behalf of us. Even on behalf of our families. When we don't know where our family members are, we do not know what's happening wherever they are, the Holy Spirit will comfort and He, he, will, he will keep them in perfect peace. Because your minds is set on him, on Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. Actually, I just, I forgot this one. The Holy Spirit will quicken the believer's body. 
It will quicken our body. And what does it mean if the Holy Spirit quickens our body, Philip? We will heal you, we will prosper you, make you feel better. Amen. He heals you. And if you don't feel well like this morning scripture, if you don't have strength, the Holy Spirit comes along and He strengthens you. Because when you are weak, you are always strong. Because of Jesus and not because of, of your own flesh, but because of Him, we are strong. Amen? And also this is a quickening, not only physically, also spiritually. Your spirit, yeah. If you feel like anxiety and depression, depression will go away through the Spirit of God. Because He lives in you. And I want to say something the Holy Spirit told me very proud. I want to interrupt uh, every other time. He says, you see the church is today is less people because it's raining. But you are the elite. Amen. You are the special one. Amen. You are the chosen ones. Amen. You are the ones who have uh, chosen you to go and share the good news. Amen. Amen. You can lay hands on the sick with confidence. Yeah. You can preach the gospel with confidence. Because you'll be surprised, most people, they don't know hardly anything about Jesus. Yes. The people in Nonzamo, they didn't know about Jesus, who he was, and why he came, and what's the difference between God and, and Islam or other religions. So you know so much. Yeah. You're so rich. Amen. Sorry, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, the spirit, who raised Jesus from the dead? The spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells, where? In, in, in you, in you, in each and everybody of us. The Holy Spirit dwells in each and everybody of us. But, oh, I've lost my... But if, if, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Amen. 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 Nobody can teach you something else. Because His Spirit is in, in each and everybody. We can immediately discern if somebody speaks of God and if he's not speaking from God. Because the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. Amen. So this is why He said, if the Holy Spirit, the Spirit, that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells on the inside of you, it will quicken your mortal bodies. Quicken. It will quicken your mortal. He will quicken your mortal bodies. Amen? Through His Spirit who dwells in you. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. In other words, if you are waiting for somebody, maybe, you're waiting not for somebody, you're waiting for something. A job, it doesn't matter what it is, but you can wait with perseverance. Because one or another time the Holy Spirit will reveal to you um, that God has got something in store for you. So don't give up. Continue to trust in God. Continue to trust in His Word. Continue believing God's Word. And continue to meditate in God's word because this is such an awesome time that we are living in. This is the time where God is actually showing us so much truth about himself. But he's only revealing that through his Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Amen. So yeah, so the Holy Spirit, he loves us very much. 
And sometimes we think we shouldn't make use of the Holy Spirit, but we should. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that will teach you. He will guide you and he will lead you into all truth. Not the truth of this world, not the truth of parliament, not the truth of the politicians, but his truth, his word. And he will teach and guide you, and he will teach you all things to come. Now what happens with a child of God if you do not live for the Holy Spirit? If you are a believer and you don't make use of the Holy Spirit, why do we not make use of the Holy Spirit? Because sometimes we think if we have sinned, we think we've disappointed the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doesn't love us anymore. And that is coming from the pit of the hell. The Holy Spirit loves you. He loves you unconditionally. This is how much Jesus loves us. Amen? Amen, 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 amen. If you think you've done something, um, sin or whatever you have done and you think that the Holy Spirit doesn't forgive you, He does forgive you. He has forgiven you already. Jesus died on the cross and he died for your sins and he forgave you for all, your, all of your sins. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit wants to make us in God's image. When he teaches you his word, he wants you to understand him so that you can be conformed to him and not be conformed to this world. When God made, when God made man in his image, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit said, that was right in the beginning of the Bible, when he said, let us make man in our image. The Holy Spirit, along with the Father and Son, wanted to make you and I in his image and gave us dominion over, the, over other creation here on earth. You'll find this passage in the first chapter of Genesis, Genesis 1 verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him then have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. It was the Holy Spirit that time that sent Jesus even to heal and restore all of us. So the Holy Spirit is there from the beginning up until now. We, we, don't, we don't walk without the Holy Spirit. All of us has got the Holy Spirit. If you turn to Luke chapter 4, let's turn to Luke chapter 4. Verse 18 and 19. You will find that it was the precious Holy Spirit who sent Jesus forth to minister healing, deliverance, and restoration to us. Let's look at this passage in the Bible. Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. This, it reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Why? Where is the Spirit of the Lord? Upon me, upon you, upon each and everybody that are here this morning. He has sent me to preach the Gospel. So the Spirit of God is upon each and every one of us. And He has sent us to preach the Gospel. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And can we as believing believers heal brokenhearted people? Yes, of course. With the love that we have. Jesus' love inside of us. To preach deliverance. Can we preach deliverance to the captive? Yes. Amen. We can. 
and recovering of the sight to the blind when we lay hands to them. Even the blind, those that are not yet in Christ, they are blind. Why? With what? Not blind because they cannot see, but blind in sin. To set, the li to, to set at liberty them that are bruised, the brokenhearted. Amen. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And every day of our lives is the acceptable year of the Lord. Every day. Every moment of our life is the acceptable year of the Lord. Those wonderful things listed in the verse above were the desire of the Holy Spirit for us. This is what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. To go out into all the world and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ to the poor. He sent us Jesus to minister that healing freedom and restoration unto us. It was the Holy Spirit who empowered Jesus to go about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Can you see what does the Holy Spirit do? And if you see somebody that is sick, you see somebody that is in pain, do not walk past that person. Do not leave that person alone because that person needs Jesus. Amen. And we have got Jesus on the inside of us so we can minister to somebody that, that needs Jesus. It was the Holy Spirit who empowered Jesus to go about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He raised the dead and healed the sick. It is the same Holy Spirit who empowers us today to go forth and do the same. In Acts 10 verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God was with Jesus. And tell me today, God is with each and every one of us. Amen. That person that we skip, that person that we allow to pass us without telling him Jesus, the Holy Spirit actually aches the heart of Jesus because we have got the truth. We have got the power inside of us to lay hands upon that person so that that person can recover, so that that blindness can go away and that person can receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as our comforter. Look at the passage in the Bible, John 14, verse 26. What does John 14, verse 26 says? But the comforter, comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, Amen? The comforter is who? The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. The word comforter in this man's word comes out of the Greek word that means parakletos. Philip, you told it, told it once. <laughs> Which means an intercessor or a consoler, an advocate or a comforter. The Holy Spirit is not just our only comforter, but also our intercessor. Can you believe it? When you do not pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes on behalf of each and every one of us. Amen? That's awesome to know that. That's what the Holy Spirit does. An intercessor is somebody who intercedes on our behalf. And this is what the Holy Spirit does. And I want to show you that. And this is what God's Word is saying. I want to show you why, why I say the Holy Spirit. And it's everything is in the Word of God. When we read in Romans 8 verse 26 to 28, Likewise, 
says, it says, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. We do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself makes intercession for us. The spirit itself makes intercession for each and everybody. If we do not know how to pray, the spirit of God makes intercession for us. Amen. Amen. Isn't that awesome? To know when we do not know how to pray or what to pray, the spirit itself makes intercession with us. Not just intercession, but it does it with groanings which cannot be acted. He prays for each and every one of us. And we are so blessed to be called children of God. Because we've got an intercessor that acts on behalf of us, that prays for us. And he that searches the heart knows what is in the, what is the mind of the spirit. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He makes intercession for the saints. And who are the saints? We are the saints. The Holy Spirit makes intercession on behalf of each and everybody of us that are sitting here this morning. Isn't that awesome that the Holy Spirit can just, you know, intercede for me, intercede for you, intercede for each and every one of us that are sitting here. How awesome is that? Because we do not sometimes know what to pray or how to pray. And then the Holy Spirit intercedes on behalf of us. Amen. And sometimes when we are sleeping and we think we, 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 we just sleep and um, we can just sleep and relax. And in that time, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for you and for me. That's awesome. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. We know not, we know that all things work together for good. All things work together for good to them that love God. Do we love God this morning? Amen. Then of course all things will work together for good for, your, for, the, for those who love God. To them who are called according to His purpose. And we all are called, call, are called according to God's purpose. So then it, may, it should have been very easy for us to go out and minister the gospel to those that are in need. The Holy Spirit is concerned about what is going on in our lives. He's concerned about what is going on in each and everybody of our lives. He's there as a shoulder that we can cry upon and He understands us. So Jesus didn't say just, I'm going to leave, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave you all by yourself. No, I'm going to leave a comforter, the Holy Spirit. And he, the Holy Spirit is very much interested about what's going on in each and everybody's life. He's our advocate. He's our advocate. He's somebody who pleads our case before the Father. Just as Abram pleaded with God not to destroy the city of Sodom. 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 <laughs> the Holy Spirit understands what you know and what you are going through. And He is here to help us in our weakness and in our times of need. Amen? Amen? The Holy Spirit is working on our behalf behind the scenes in the spirit realm. So if you're worried about something, if some things are bothering you, the Holy Spirit works behind the scenes. He's working everything out in every single detail. He's working it out for you because you are the chosen ones. 
You are the saints of God. He's working on behalf of you and me. The Holy Spirit wants us to know what has been given to us. And what has been given to us by the Spirit of God? His Word. His Spirit. The Spirit of God is with us. He wants us to know what has been given to us. The Holy Spirit wants to tell us about the good things that God has given us. And you know what? It's good to give thanks. Because sometimes JB or myself or Philip or Rita or somebody would just ask, what are you thankful for? And it's good just to give thanks unto the Lord. It's so good to say thank you, Jesus. Even waking up in the morning and just opening your eyes and just to be thankful for what God has done. It is good to give thanks unto the Lord. He wants to make known these things unto us so that we can take advantage of them. So if God has given us so many things, the Holy Spirit wants us to take advantage of that. Receive it. Make use of it in your daily lives so that we can, so that we can be, not just be prosperous, but that we can, everything will go well in our life because everything has been given to us. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 12. But it is written, I has not seen. Can you hear? It is written, I has not seen. We do not know, even know what God has got in store. Our eyes have not seen what God has got in store for us. And when we talk about that, we do not talk about money. We talk about God's word. We talk about what God has got in store for each and every one of us. No ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So should we depend on our flesh? Not at all. We should not depend on our flesh. We should depend on the spirit of God. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of each and every one of us. So we depend on the spirit of God. No eye has seen, no ear heard. Neither have it entered into the heart of men the things which God has got prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by the Spirit. If you do not have a relationship with the Spirit, you will not know what the Spirit has got for you. It is so important to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Did I say not the love of money? The deep things of God. The Spirit searches all the deep things of God. And He makes it known unto you. And He makes it known unto me. Even so the things of God knoweth no man. No man knows it. But the Spirit of God reveals that to us. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world... But the spirit of which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit wants to show us the things we have been given unto us by Christ. So that we can reach out in faith and receive them. So if we do not have a relationship with the spirit of God, we will never know what God has got in store for us. We need to have a relationship with the Spirit of God. It is so important to have a relationship with, with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants us to take advantage of what God has done 
and take hold of many blessings, healings, deliverance, peace, joy, spiritual authority, and so much more. The Holy Spirit wants us to know that have been given to us. The Holy Spirit of adoption. The Holy Spirit loved us long before we came to Christ. Can you believe that? This morning when we, when we were busy standing as a dream team, I was so thankful, no? And I was actually thinking how much God loves me. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit showed me even before I was formed in the womb of my mother. Can you see how God's eyes was on each and every one of us when we were in the womb of our mothers? How much God really and truly loves us. Because he had his eye, his hand on us while we were yet in the womb of our mothers. And even while we were yet sinners, God loved us so much. He loves us and he loves us unconditionally. And therefore he said, I will not leave you alone, but I will send my comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, and he will lead you into all truth. So we are not alone. There's a chorus that says, I am not alone. He will go before me. I am not alone. He testifies with our spirit telling us that we are children of God. Remember that the Holy Spirit testifies with your spirit and my spirit that we are children of God. And on Friday night I got that scripture when I was at the ministry night, ministering night. The God's, God's Holy Spirit testifies with my spirit that I am children of that we are children of God. This is what the Holy Spirit testifies. Amen. He agrees with your spirit and my spirit that we are children of God. Romans 8 verse 15 to 16. For you have not received the spirit of bondage. Are we in bondage? We are not in bondage. Again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry ever father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. That we are children of God. The spirit itself bears witnesses with our spirit. That we are children of God. I don't think anybody that loves God and that has received the Spirit of God cannot agree with that. Because we are children of God. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit is a spirit of compassion and love for those in need. It's a spirit of love and compassion for those in need. Going back into the Old Testament, we find in Ezekiel, let me read it to you. Ezekiel 16 verse 4 to 6. And as far... And as for the, thy nativity, in the day thou wast born, the navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou wast not salted at all, not swaddled at all. No, none I pitied thee to, to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. But thou wast cast out in the open field, for the loading of thy person in the day that thou wast born. And when I passed thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. I said unto thee when thou wast in thy blood, Live ye, I said unto thee when thou wast in thy blood, Live. And this is what Jesus said to each and each and everybody of us, that we should live. He wants us to be alive. And this is such a wonderful time to be alive because God is showing the believers His truth. Amen? The Holy Spirit chooses to make us 
his dwelling place. The Holy Spirit chose Nala's life. He chose Lucy's life. He chose Philip's life. Each and everybody of us to dwell on the inside of us. He chose our bodies. His indwelling temple of habitation. Take a look at this passage in 1 Corinthians. In Corinthians 3 verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God. And that is the spirit of, of God that dwelleth in you. So where does God dwell? In a church? In a building? No, God dwells in our bodies. He dwells on the inside of us. Living on the inside of us. Our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we need to take heed of what we do with our bodies. What we, what we do with this body that God has entrusted us with. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not of your own. Can you hear? You are not of your own. Your body is the temple of God. The bo your body belongs to Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit wants to sanctify your body. The Holy Spirit is here to take us higher in our walk with God and brings us closer in our relationship with God. So up until now, we do not know everything. But the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals God's truth to us. He's here to help us become more Christ-like and be sanctified. That is made pure and holy in, the, in our walk with God. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 13 to 14. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God has from the beginning chosen your, you to salvation. Can you see that? From the beginning, God has chosen you for your salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. From the beginning, you do not know that you were going to be saved today, but God knew it. It was in God's plan that you need to be saved today. Amen? Amen? Where the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. Amen. There's liberty. Amen? We are free. Children of God is not in bondage. We're all free because the Spirit of the Holy One lives on the inside of us. The Bible tells us that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 to 18. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. <coughs> But we all with open face beholding in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Are we changed? We are changed people. And we are changed from glory to glory. Amen. Even as by the spirit of the Lord. He has come to set us free from the law of sin. And indeed we are free. From the law of sin and death. Romans 8.2 For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin of death. That is in Romans 8 verse 2. We are free. We've been set free. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit who calls us to eternal life. Did we know that? We have received eternal life because of 
God's Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who leads us to Christ. It is the Holy Spirit who calls people into the kingdom of God. Now, whenever we go into this world and we minister the word of God, it's not you that are speaking to that person. It is not you that save a person. It is God's Holy Spirit that speaks to that person. And this, that person comes and he receives Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Revelation 22 verse 17. And the Spirit and the bride say, come. Do you think, do you know that the Spirit is still calling them? Yes, people will come on their own also. If we do not come, people will still come. And they will still receive. But we need to go and minister the gospel to those that doesn't, oh, that doesn't receive Jesus Christ. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit who calls people into the kingdom of God. And as we know today, even the church today does not belong to, to men. Each and every one of us that are saved, are belong, we belong to God. Revelation 22, 17, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, I did read that. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is thirsty come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. God has given his word. God has given you and me so that we can go into this world and call the people so that they can free, freely receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. From today onwards, I would like to urge you to not be happy with what you have. Not be happy with your salvation alone. Not be happy with you alone that know Jesus Christ. Even your family in your house, we as believers need to make sure that our families knows Jesus Christ. We need to reach out to them and then from there reach out to the world. Make sure as believers that our family knows, knows the Lord. And you don't have to do it alone. The Holy Spirit will accompany you. The Holy Spirit will give you the right words to minister to your family members and even to those that are in the world. The Holy Spirit is the one um, who teaches us the love of Christ. He teaches us. If you don't know what it is, in the beginning, remember, when I give my, gave my testimony, when I came to the Lord, I didn't know what it is to be loved. Because I grew up without a father. Remember I told you? I grew up without a father. And I didn't know what it is to be loved. And then the Holy Spirit, I asked Jesus, show me how to love. Show me what it is to love. And then Jesus took me back to the word of God where he says, For I, for, for John 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world. And he included me. Like Philip said this morning, if, it, if, it, if there was 99, God will still run after that one lost sheep. And he will still get that one sheep to come. So God has showed me what it is to love. I didn't know it because, you know, sometimes you go and look for love at the wrong places. In the world where there's people that doesn't even know what it is to be loved. But we know what it is to be loved. God filled me with so much love. That I have so much love and enough love that I can share with others, even my family members. And you will find that there's so many people that doesn't even like you, but you don't have to worry. You can just pray for that person. And you will see how God changes people's life. He makes the love of Christ real to us. He makes his love, the love of Christ, he makes real to us. If we don't know what it is to be loved, God will show us. The Holy Spirit will reveal to us 
what it is to be loved. And then the Holy Spirit gives us revelation. He gives us understanding and wisdom and He teaches us as a personal tutor would. So the Holy Spirit is really awesome. And the Holy Spirit loves us. And I want to urge you today, if you do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, it is time today to receive the Holy Spirit. To receive Him. The same power who raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that is right here today. Now. Right now. And that power can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. And it can help you. So that we... Each and every body of us have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.